have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Well, welcome back to the uh, Everyday Adventurer series. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, doing good, doing good. So what's been going on? So, yeah, um, we were meant to be going down a couple of weeks ago to do my second training um, practice run of the, of the fan dance. And unfortunately, my mum had had a few health issues at the time, and I just didn't think it was the right thing to do, Jay, to go away while she was obviously not feeling too good. Um, that seems to be in a good place right now. So we're due to go down, well, I'm actually going down Thursday evening this week and then to rerun the fan dance on Friday morning to see how we're doing and how things are going. And what's the plan for Friday morning then? So so I'm going to meet my um, trainer, Lewis, who's sort of you know been amazing through this and given me all the, the, the training programme and the support. So we're meeting about seven o'clock, nice and early, at the famous Red Phone Books. Nice. Um, and then um, we'll we'll go out. We'll have weight wise. I'll have my boots on and my bergen. Yeah. And we're probably going to go to sort of twenty three pounds. So just shy of what I'll do for the event. And this is really to see how I'm coping with that added weight now. The first time I did it, Jay was clean fatigue, so nothing on at all, basically. <laughs> um, and then we'll see how I'm improving. And I'm also got in my head, I'd like to improve the time as well. When I did the first one, it was five hours 45. So I'd like to be getting around the five hour mark. Nice. On Friday. Yeah. Fingers nice. crossed. <laughs> and it's going to, what's the weather looking like? It's going to be pretty hot, I guess, is it? Well, do you know what? Funny enough, typical British weather, it now looks like we've got rain coming. Uh, so okay. in some <laughs> respect, that could be quite nice because it'll yeah. be cooler. But on the other hand, it means probably we'll need the waterproofs. But, um, you know, we've got them with us anyway, so we'll we'll take whatever comes at us. They, they make up part of the 23 pounds of weight, right? So you've yes. got to have all your gear with you anyway. So how are you feeling about it? Are you feeling, feeling okay? Yeah, it's sort of, um, I'm, I'm a little bit worried because I recently changed my boots. Um, the boots that I had bought had been used previously and I made the schoolgirl error of buying used boots. <laughs> they weren't working, so I got some new ones, but obviously I'm still breaking them in. So I'm having a few issues with blisters and, you know, friction. So let's see how we go on Friday. I'm hoping that will all be sorted by then. Um, I feel good. I did a, um, a tab, a practice tab on Saturday and it was hot um, and everything went really well. It was just the last couple of miles. My toes were shredded basically um, through blisters and I decided to stop rather than ruin them for this Friday. <laughs> so, but otherwise, yeah, feeling, feeling good. You know, the training's coming together and it's just really that last couple of weeks of pushing as hard as we can and then we'll start to taper for the last week. And yeah, when is it again? Remind me, is it end of July? Uh, beginning of July. Beginning so it's come July. down pretty quick. It's yeah. the weekend of the third and fourth, so not long to go. Yeah, that's okay. That's all good. And are you planning, are you going to try and get, before you taper, another a day in where you uh, you do a tab both days so that you, you kind of practice that feeling of getting out on your feet again with the weight when you've just done the day before? Definitely. I'm, my plan is, is to do the, you know, do the fan this weekend, um, learn as much from it as we can and, and make those last tweaks. 
And then the following week, that last weekend in July, my plan was to do sort of um, a, a full length tab, the same distance as the fan on the Saturday. Then on the Sunday, perhaps do a smaller one, but just see how the legs feel, how the feet feel and, and how does yeah. the body cope with all of that. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's going to be going to be fun. Yeah, I think that's smart. And then, you know, just kind of foot care, the overnight, just figuring out how you're going to handle like hot spots on your feet the next day when you're you're really fatigued, the legs feel heavy and you've maybe got some soft spots that need uh, yeah. need some TLC. What about, I'm curious with you as well, Vicky, because you're type 1 diabetic, um, yeah. how do you think about fueling? Have you started to kind of dial in that nutrition focus? Because it's a long time on your feet, five, five or six hours on your feet times two in, in a 24-hour yeah. period is pretty gutsy. So what, what are you thinking? So what we've been doing so far and has been working really well, I've um, used these sort of little, um, they're, they're about 30 grams of carbs. They're like little oat bars with, with fruit in. Um, I, and I'm using those as the main source of fuel. But obviously, depending on the blood sugar, so far that has worked pretty well, Jay. So I have those usually one every hour. And then I'll have some jelly babies kind of just sort of topping up in between. And then before the start of the race, because all of these practice runs and on the day, I'm not going to have time to get up at, say, three in the morning to have breakfast and digest it all and everything. So I've been using, um, it's like a sports drink, which is sort of slow-release carbs. And that's good because you can quickly down it, you can get change and then head off. So, so far, I've had no hypos, which is fantastic, where your that's blood sugar is very low. Um, and what I've also got with me then is obviously the backup plan. So if things go wrong and I have a hypo, I've got all my emergency kit with me. But so far, that's worked well. I'm going to have a, a you know a fairly carb-heavy meal two or three nights leading up to the the, the Saturday. The Saturday night, I'll need to obviously refuel after the event, and then a high-carb meal Saturday night, yeah. and then hopefully I should be should be okay for the second second run. Nice. I was chatting uh, to one of our other everyday adventurers uh, earlier on, and um, I recently did a, a, a bonus episode with a guy called Greg Potter. He's got a PhD. Um, he's a nutrition specialist, and that bonus episode will come out soon. And one of the awesome. one of the bits of advice that he gave, which really stuck with me, is that you know, when we prepare for something like you're doing, like the double tap, which is a you know real significant endurance challenge, twice in in one weekend. Um, when we prepare for stuff like that, we tend to put a lot of thought into footwear and clothing. We put a lot of training. We put a lot of uh, thought into kind of mindfulness and preparation. But um, food and nutrition tends to be an afterthought. And one of the pieces of advice he gave, which I think is really amazing, is about a week before your event, start using the same sources of fuel that you plan to use during that 24-hour period throughout the day, each day in the lead up. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really good advice. And, and I don't actually know many people that do that, um, yeah. but it's a good way of kind of priming your digestive system so that it done, doesn't go into shock. Because one of the things I found when you do those long five, six, even longer hour endurance events is to then wake up the next day and try and do the same thing is really hard on the digestive system. Yes. Yeah. And definitely I mean, all the practice runs I've been doing, I've used exactly the same fuel. I do it at the same time of the day under the same conditions. So I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't had any, any stomach issues or cramps or any, anything else that goes along with that. So I'm hoping we're, we're there. I've used the gels. I use them as my, my hypo prevention method because i've used them before jay when i did the marathon and i'm lucky i don't have those sickness or or stomach cramp issues 
the biggest thing is going to be obviously the weather. Um, I went out a couple of weeks ago on a long clean fatigue run, so no, no weight. And I basically didn't have enough water. And the last few miles were awful. So I've learned from that. I've readjusted and I'm making sure I, I have regular intervals of drinking because obviously if it's hot and you do, you get lost in the moment, you're doing your, your, your event and then you suddenly think six miles in, oh, I've not had a drink yet. So I'm just making myself say, right, every couple of miles, have a few sips. Every couple of miles, have a few sips. Otherwise you forget. So your point earlier, nutrition and water, you, you forget about it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So what else is, uh, is there anything that you seem like you're in good spirits? I, I'm sorry to hear that your mum's not well. Glad, glad that that looks like it's better now. What's um, anything that's keeping you awake at night or are you feeling pretty good about it? Yes, it's really sort of, it's silly things, you know, and, and I'm looking into all of these at the moment, but things like where do we park on the morning? Is it better to get dropped off to the event? It's all those sort of issues. And having never, you know, I'm not ex-military myself, there's a lot I'm learning in terms of how to pack your bergen properly and, you know, taping up the straps so they don't flap around. And it's silly things like that. I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, if I get there and all these military guys say to me, what on earth have you done with your bergen or what yeah. have you done with these straps? So I'm watching some videos. There's some really good people giving me some tips. So it, at the moment, it's the small things. Yeah. I might not be saying this to you in a few weeks' time. <laughs> That's good though. That's good that you're not you're not kind of worried about anything big or material stuff. I think you're focused on all the right things. You know, you're getting your footwear squared away now, and um, yeah. you know, I think with these events as well, um, you, you're not allowed to take any dead weight. I'm sure that this event yeah. is the same one as the one I did. Um, so they'll check your bergen to make sure that you're not carrying dead weight, and the and the weight the weight amount is uh, excluding water, right? So. Um, yes. you know it's just the little things like being prepared for that and having stuff on hand I think I've said to you before but I think also you know taking on fuel regularly not yeah. waiting till you're hungry yeah. or waiting till you're thirsty because then it's too late absolutely and that that's why I tend to have my little my little jelly babies every couple of miles yeah. you know a handful of those but I say a handful three or four and then I'll have my kind of my main food my oat bar between 40 to 60 minutes and it depends how I'm feeling if I'm feeling fairly good I might let it go a bit longer but if I'm feeling a little bit tired then I I will you know have the feel then but yeah definitely you know the, the endurance things I've learned the hard way that if you don't feel regularly it's too late when you feel tired or feel thirsty because the damage is done right that's the thing when I did the 10 recently I um I forced myself to eat and hydrate every 15 minutes Um, and I would be like you before I'd be like 45 or 60 minutes I'd take something on board but a good friend of mine who's a real endurance specialist told me you know take it on board every 15 and I was like I'm never going to be I'm never going to be hungry enough to do that but but um you know he said just kind of push yourself through it and and it was great because I never felt low on energy I just kind of ground it ground it out um and so yeah I think if you wait till you're hungry then it's often too late Definitely. Yeah. And I've, and I've, I've, you know, I've learned the hard way. I've done it myself and I've thought, oh, I feel fine. I feel fine. I keep going. And then an hour and a half into a four hour, you know, training session and you're, you're absolutely dying at that point. So yeah, I'm, I'm being good about it. And I'm sort of having little sips. I've got my, my camel back. So the water's there. Obviously we have to take some bottles as well. You say partly for the weight and partly for the emergency sort of backup. Um, but I will make sure that I keep drinking and, and I'm making sure that you know once the camelback is done i move on to the bottles rather than thinking oh, i'll save those for later you know i, I don't want yeah. to be coming back with anything ideally it should all be gone yeah and i know i've done it right 
Yeah, absolutely. I always find with the camelback as well, it feels warmer quicker as well. So yeah. I tend to start on the camelback and then move to the bottles because the bottles seem to stay cold for longer. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than when you're really thirsty drinking <laughs> warm water. <laughs> I discovered that the other day I was out doing the Bergen actually seems to give it a bit of protection from the heat because I think yeah. it's many layers. But when I just wear my little running vest, I think because it's against a warm body, well, a warm, sweaty body on one side, yeah. and put the sun on the other. And I had a few sips and it was just warm and it was just oh, awful. So, yeah, yeah I'm, it's, I'm trying to keep it's gross. it cool. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Well, um, I think we're going to check in again before you go, right? Yes, definitely. So, so It'll be, I think we have, the plan is, is to, to get the second, the final training session in and then probably the week before the event. We'll have a chat. Up and we'll have a good chat about everything and I'll see how I'm good. feeling then. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be feeling great, but looking forward to that. And then we'll we'll connect back again uh, after the event, once you've had time to process it and let us know uh, how it went and, you know, what's <laughs> next in your crosshairs. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. Look forward to it. All right, great stuff. Thanks, Vicky. Thanks for your time, Jay. Speak to you soon. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you are.